Hello and welcome back to the Let's Talk TDs podcast. I'm AD. And I'm Jerry. And yes, it's been two weeks. A lot of stuff has happened. Um, You know, some personal matters, the holidays, a little bit of everything. And by the way, Merry Christmas, Merry Late Christmas, and Happy New Year's. Today is the first. But uh, yeah, we're glad to be back. It's been a while, and we're ready to get back into this football. Jerry, what have you been doing? Um, I'll just start off by uh, saying I won my fantasy league, so that was pretty good. Won some money. That's always exciting. And, uh, you know, just spending time with the family. Yeah, it's, you know, that time of year again, and we'll get a little bit into this fantasy when you got in there. Um, for the viewers, me and Jerry got to the championship in our fantasy league. Both of us did. And it was a matchup that went down to the last game of the season for fantasy in week 16. If you play week 17, something's wrong with you. But, yeah, me and Jerry went to the finals. And let, let's let's run down our team real quick, Jerry. All right, go ahead. Start off. All right, so my team, what I ended up with is Justin Herbert, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Austin Eckler, Mike Davis, Noah Fan, and Giovanni Bernard for my starting lineup, and then I had Jason Myers as my kicker and the Tampa Bay defense. What did you have? I had the great Aaron Rodgers. I had DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I had uh, Justin Jefferson. And then I had uh, David Montgomery with uh, DK Metcalf. No, I'm just kidding. I had uh, J.K. Dobbins. Yeah. And then I had uh, T.J. Hawkinson and Stephon Diggs as my flex. And then I also had the Cardinals defense and Kukowski for my kicker. And he didn't do much in the finals. Yeah. Now, but yeah, um, so leading up to the last game, I was up 11 points. And Jerry had Stephon Diggs left to play. And if y'all don't know by now, Stephon Diggs has his best game of the fucking season against me. So, yeah, I lost. Jerry came out the winner, and he won the money. I mean, really, it's obvious. I had Aaron Rodgers, you know, arguably MVP of the year, 40 touchdowns, 40,000 yards. You know, I had three wide receivers over 1,000. You know, Hopkins, top three wide receiver in the league. And then also, you know, Jefferson, rookie of the year, probably. Nah, probably not, but he should nah, be. He, he got robbed. He's honestly getting robbed. 1,300 yards, eight touchdowns. Let's be real. The quarterbacks always get these all these rewards. Come on, yeah. show love to other players. Like, let's just be real. That's the NFL they need for to, you, though. The, the NFL just needs to be honest and be like, these are quarterback awards. So, but, yeah. But anyways, and then, um, you know, David Montgomery, top five run, rusher in the league. You know, AD made fun of me for drafting him, but I said volume. Yes, he sucked for like 12 games of the season. And then the last four games, he did really, really good. And yes, I think that's what saved your season, Jerry. He no, was the reason. No, I think it was the plethora of receivers I had is what saved my season. I mean, A And the fact that I had Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. And I would say Justin Jefferson did really good this season. And Stephon Diggs. Hopkins, the only thing that he was lacking was... 
touchdowns. Because I don't, I think he had like what six touchdowns in the season. Yeah, dude, that's solid. Especially when you have you know 111 catches for 1300 yards. You know, you know, just having a a solid six touchdowns is you know that's phenomenal. Yeah, I just expected more. That's that's it. He's on a new team. If anything, so this would. I, I know he's on a new team, but I would expect more touchdowns from him. Yeah. Like the receiving, yeah, I, I would, I would, I would always expect that because you know it's DeAndre Hopkins. He's, to me, arguably the best wide receiver in the league because he can do it with any team. But I, I just expected more touchdowns from him. I, I actually thought he was gonna get more than ten. I think the lesson here is uh, to anyone watching, if you pay in fantasy football and you have a flex. The wide receiver position is more valuable yes. than the running back. I agree. Well, I mean, a, a, a catching running back was also very valuable. But I would say wide receiver because they get, especially a, a very highly targeted wide receiver. Like, you got Stephon Diggs in your flex. Most receptions in the league. Justin Jefferson, top rookie wide receiver in the league. And then Jodrick Hopkins, you already know what type of receptions he's going to have. So, you know, they get volume. And that's what you want. Yeah, and that's why I always tell people volume's the best thing in fantasy. Yeah, see me, I went running back heavy this season, and you can only start two, man. Three, flex. Yeah, but there's not that many to start that many. Yeah, and then also, I also have James Robinson, you know, top five running back in the league. But he was out in the last game, which is terrible. But, you know, that's the way fantasy football works, so you just got to give what you get. Well, since for the most part fantasy season's over, why don't we go ahead and get into just notable, you know, players this year? Yeah, let's let's start out with some players that we love this season in fantasy. Um, you want to start it out? Yeah, I'll start it off. For me personally, uh, again, since coming off of a championship and I just won, and I would imagine uh, I looked at a lot of, uh, you know, overall stats. Stephon Diggs was drafted relatively low. Yeah. You know, leaving the Vikings, everyone thought he was leaving an ideal situation from Kirk Cousins and going to, not saying he didn't, not a talented Josh Allen, but an unproven and very inaccurate Josh yeah, Allen no one, at the no time. No one saw, like, the numbers he was going to put up. Yeah, at the time, that was an inaccurate Josh Allen he was coming to a team of, and it turned out this is exactly what they needed. Yep. So uh, I know, again, like I said, I kind of listed it off, but he's got 120 catches, 1,460 yards, eight touchdowns on the first uh, first year team here. I mean, that's that's amazing. And like I said, I drafted him like in the seventh round. So yeah. and I was noticing he was getting, you know, roughly drafted in that area. So I would imagine he was a steal for a lot of players. Yeah, he def- definitely was. Well, uh, another guy I got is also, uh, like you said, uh, and I mentioned earlier, Justin Jefferson, just one of those rookies that uh, I picked up off of waiver wires. You know, I had suspicions that it was either going to be him or Jerry Judy. You know, I started off with Jerry Judy, but then I realized quarterback position wasn't ideal there. And I just happened to notice Justin Jefferson was still there. So that was another guy I picked up. Yeah, you know? they had a good enough quarterback for him to get those numbers. Yeah, that and Thielen being out a little bit, him yeah. establishing himself as a guy. So, I mean, 79 yards or 79 catches. 1,267 yards and seven touchdowns. I mean, that's a great rookie campaign. Yeah, that was a great rookie campaign. Really good. And for me, wide receivers, you know, I was really surprised that Calvin Ridley came in as a fourth best wide receiver in PPR formats with 1,322 yards, nine touchdowns, and 82 receptions. You know, it's with, with the injuries plaguing Julio Jones this year, you know, I think 
not many people saw the numbers he could put. You know, he had, he had a lot of touchdowns coming into this season, but the yardage wasn't there. And I think he really solidified him as he can be a number one wide receiver in this league. Absolutely. And I also have DK Metcalf. You know, does he just bumped up his numbers from his rookie campaign? He has twelve hundred and eighty-two yards, ten touchdowns on eighty receptions. And I know Jerry, you don't think he's a top two wide receiver or whatever. And I and I agree with you, but he's definitely a top ten wide receiver in this league. Yeah, maybe, but, maybe. And and for my running backs, though, you know, same with me. No one picked up James Robinson in the draft. I picked him up right after our draft ended, you know, because I had a running back that wasn't, that was hurt. So I just decided to pick up James Robinson. He was on the waiver wire, you know, and he ended up having the best season for an undrafted running back in the league. You know, 1,400 total yards, 10 total touchdowns, just a monster this season. Could have won championships at the end, but, you know, got hurt, unfortunately. And I also have Jonathan Taylor, another rookie running back. You know, didn't start off so hot, but, you know, he finishes, finished very strong. And he's right now he has 19, 916, touch, 916 yards and nine touchdowns and could easily break 1,000 yards this season with his last game. All right, yeah, those are definitely some some good picks. Definitely, I like it the fact that they're rookies. So. Yes. And there were a lot of good rookies, but, again, can't shy away from James Robertson, you know, the undrafted. And uh, I would imagine a lot of people didn't draft him. And, uh, and if Not you even did, in the NFL. And if you did, yeah, the NFL didn't draft him, and I would imagine not a lot of fantasy players. And if you did, kudos to you, Pat's on your back, because uh, I, I couldn't imagine a lot of people seeing him having a, a breakout year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you already list off his stats, so we'll go ahead and move on. And uh, I'll, I'll move on to what I call the late bloomer, David Montgomery. Yeah, you know, definitely the late bloomer. Yeah, you know, he, he's, he, he, he blooms he, in the winter. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's one of those guys who blooms in the winter. Exactly, you know, Chicago things, you know. And, uh, it, you know, he was, he was consistent throughout the entire season, but he just never wowed, considering I think that's what made a lot of fantasy owners and, you know, not going to lie, myself a little frustrated is that, He's getting so much opportunities for only nine points a game. Yeah. You know he wasn't what I mean? Like, much, he, was, he was barely getting any 50, 60 yards, which at the end of the day was good, but no touchdowns, you know, no, no, uh, you know, no added gain in, in the receiving, you know, aspect. So um, he started off slow, but he finished off those last uh, five games with 529 yards, six That's touchdowns. Crazy. And uh, this was all done in the last, you know, five games. Five so, games, yeah. So, uh, that definitely helped everybody who had him and started him throughout the playoff run. And I'm run. pretty sure they're happy. Oh, yeah, absolutely, because they're, they're walking away with money now. Yep. So, yeah, those are my two notable running backs. And uh, you know what? I'll go right into the quarterback, my MVP, A-Rod. We mentioned him earlier. Again, a lot of people – I mean, this guy could have easily been my uh, steal of the draft, and I'm pretty sure for a lot of people because yes. – uh, at I the think beginning, that's like the sixth round. Yeah, I mean, later than that, I think yeah. I got him in like the eighth or ninth. But uh, regardless of that, I can imagine a lot of players getting him that late because n- not a lot of people were very high on Aaron Rodgers. You know, even you know, including his own team, they drafted a quarterback. You know, uh, so a lot of people thought he was towards the end of his roads. Yeah, and uh, 
man. He's far you, from that. Yeah, if you drafted him this year, he had one of those vintage Aaron Rodgers seasons, you know, over 4,000 yards, over 40 touchdowns, only five interceptions. It's it's, it's pretty crazy. So, um, yeah, that that's one of my quarterbacks. And then the other guy I got, he's my breakout player of the year. I talked about him a lot of times. I was excited about him from week one, Kyler Murray. Yeah. You know, just his ability to be a dual threat. You know, 27 touchdowns in the air, 11, you know, on the ground, 800 yards. He's just a dual threat. Tighten it up, clean it up a little bit. This guy is the bee's knees, the next thing. Yes, sir. And, yeah, I have, for my quarterbacks, I got Kyler Murray also, you know. It's just a very impressive season. They very, he started really good. You know, he's had a slump in the last few games. But, you know, the numbers right now, 3,637 passing yards, 26 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 741 rushing yards on 11 touchdowns on the ground. You know, that's just very, very good fantasy numbers um, for anybody who picked up Kyler Murray. You're very happy with his production this year. And, you know, he's first. He's first in PPR format, so very happy with that. And I also got Justin Herbert. You know, no one saw Justin Herbert coming out and – being a top 10 fantasy player in the league. And that's exactly what he came out and did. You know, um, he had 4,037 yards in the air, 20, 28 total, 28 touchdowns in the air, 10 interceptions, and four rushing touchdowns. You know, it's just very good numbers. He can probably end up with over 30 touchdowns in the air this season. So just very good pickup for anybody who didn't have a quarterback starting off. And just a notable mention, um, I also have Travis Kelsey. You know, he just had a, a crazy, I think, number two leading in, rece- in receiving yards right now. So, he could he could probably get first if Diggs had a bad game. But Travis Kelsey, crazy amount of numbers. 1,416 yards, 105 receptions, and 11 touchdowns. Just very good pickup. Clearly at a different level than any other tight end in the league. Well, my one tight end I want to shout out, TJ Hawkins. Yes. You know, from his rookie. (laughs) Well, I mean, I had to. I mean, you know, he's a solid tight end. And, you know, from his rookie campaign to this year, in catches, yards, he doubled them. And in touchdowns, he tripled it. Yeah. What more would you want as a player when he's having that type of, you know, jump from year to year? Yeah. So, um, and I would imagine a lot of players are happy because, again, at the end of the day, there's not a lot of good tight ends. Exactly. So, um, he was a solid threat. So Yeah. Yeah. um, TJ Hawkinson is a very good tight end very good consistency this year you know he was how many games they was he scoring touchdowns like yeah yeah five games yeah, in yeah it was like four, four or five games straight where he had a touchdown so yeah he was very consistent this year and easily matthew stafford's one of one of his favorite weapons so yeah kudos to tj hawkinson mm-hmm. jerry he did it man he did it yep but um yeah so yeah very interesting season to our fantasy league Probably won't be talking too much about fantasy coming forward. We still talk about it, but you know, it won't be as relevant after the season's over. So we'll still be on on it at all times, though, Jerry. Right? You'll be on it. We'll be on it. But yeah, so congrats to anybody who won the championship. Better luck next year, and we'll get back to that ASAP. But let's go ahead and move on, Jerry, to this crazy, crazy week's games. Week 17. 
you win, you're in. You lose, you're out. A lot of those type of games this week, like always, but they're Isn't that what we want? Yeah, well, that's what we love. And But you also got to also be honest, Jerry. Week 17, closer to the end of the season, NFL season. You know, it's, it's a positive, but it's also a negative, you know, for us football fans because we love football and we love to watch it. But don't don't worry. We're going to keep you up with everything that's going on in the offseason when this, this is all over. But let's go ahead and move into the week 17 games. Week number one, I mean, game number one, Falcons at the Bucks. Nothing is up in this game. You know, it doesn't matter. Bucks already in, Falcons already out. But I got the Bucks winning 24 21 over the Falcons. I just think Tom Brady, you know, he's he's been playing pretty hot. And the Falcons, I just think they should lose. Get a better draft pick. You know, that's that's what they need. Because they need to work on that defense. Yeah, I, I pretty much agree. I think it's gonna be a twenty one thirty Bucks. Uh same thing. Like, you know, they're not even gonna spoil the Buccaneers for making the playoffs or not. So just like you said, just go ahead and just call it a season. Yeah. You know, good luck next year. And uh, there's not really much to say. Yeah, like you said, I think Tom Brady will do his thing. I think he wants to definitely go into the playoffs with some momentum. So that's also a little thing. I think that uh, that'll be a little bit of a factor. Could be a you know racetrack, though. You never know. Yeah. Matt Ryan and uh, Calvin really might want to just put on a show for that final year. Yeah. You know, make, final it, game. make it a little harder for the Bucks. Yeah, just because. And let's move on to our next game. No implications in this game. You know, just a regular game. Jets at the Patriots. All right, Jets are winning this one. They're going three and zero. Three and zero to end the season. End the season, dude. They want it, and I say they get it with a twenty-four twenty-three victory. Oh, just a very very close game. Nice. I uh, let me see. I also got the Jets winning because I think they will end up having a three and zero season also at the end of the season. So. Yeah, Jets come back and, you know, finish just, strong. Just finish strong. And, yeah, I know you Jets fans are probably mad because y'all probably, well, y'all won't get Trevor Lawrence. But you got Sam Darnold. You got Sam Darnold, you know, it's 3 0 in the season. So, y'all should be happy. Maybe not. Whatever. Jets are going to win this 21 17 over the Patriots. Next division matchup, Mike Faves. Vikings Lions, what do you got? No implications, nothing really exciting, but you know, just two teams that are just gonna duke it out. Uh I don't know because Matthew Stafford's you know, availability is up in the air. So if Matthew Stafford doesn't play, I still have the Vikings winning twenty three fourteen. It's just Matthew Stafford has since he's got injured, he hasn't been looking too great. So I just feel that's gonna really limit this team. And if he's not out there, it's just even worse for that team. Yeah, I, I pretty much follow suit with everything you said. I think the I think the Vikings would probably win regardless if Matthew Stafford was playing just yeah. because they just have more woes than the Vikings do. I mean, the Vikings aren't like a solidified team, but they, they know who they are and they can yeah. pass the ball when they need to and win games like that. And, uh, yeah, without all that being said, 27-24 Vikings. And uh, I'm betting Justin Jefferson hope he has a good game because I think it, 
if he hasn't already broken the the yards for a rookie for the Vikings, he, he's in prime condition to do it. Yeah. And that's Randy Moss who holds that. So who wouldn't want to have that? Yeah, that'd be that'd be great to watch. Yeah. And maybe that'll get him that rookie of the year. Maybe. Yeah. Got to do something different, I guess. Yeah, right. Steal it from these quarterbacks. Got to do some crazy stuff. <sighs> so ridiculous. Let's move on to our next game. This game does have implications. Ravens at the Bengals. Ravens holding on to a playoff spot right now. And guess what? I think the Bengals will win this game and shock the Ravens. You know, they already shocked the the Steelers. I think they're going to come in here and shock the Ravens with that good defense. You know, play solid defense, run the ball, and just win this game. 24-23. Ravens will not be in the playoffs this year. Wow. Wow. How the Ravens have fallen from grace. The great Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Just an average guy now. No, I'm kidding. I, but I, just, I just think this is going to be my shocker of the week. I like that because I did not agree with that. I, I think I think the Ravens win 24-17, but I like I like that. I like it a lot, actually. I wish I had the nerve to say that, but I don't, I don't see. I don't. I can't even think of it. I'm trying to think who's the starting <laughs> hey, no quarterback. no one saw them beating the Steelers either. Right, right. No, you know? I mean. Well. It, it'll be fun to watch. I want to I want to be informed in that game for sure. Yeah, that that'll be a good one. Yeah, this is actually my my stumper. I, I actually couldn't even write down the scoreboard, so I'm having to think because I just now realized I didn't put down a. It just stomped you. Right yeah, it stomped feet. me. I, I just had to move on. But uh, Dolphins at Patriots. At the Bills. What? Oh, at the Bills. Yeah, sorry, at the Bills. Yeah. Who do you think? This is for playoff Look, implications as well. Yeah, very playoff implications. Dolphins holding on. But if the Dolphins lose this game and the Ravens lose and the Colts win, they will still be in. The Dolphins will because they have a better record. So I still have the Dolphins losing this game. And I think it's because two was starting this game. Because You're not Tua's, sold on him? I'm just not sold on him. Yes, he has four wins. But th- those wins were not. And one of those, actually one of those wins, Ryan Fitzpatrick came in late in the game to replace him. So, with Ryan Fitzpatrick out with COVID, Tua, I don't think we'll be able to win this game. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick will be a better fit to for this game because I think it would be a shootout with Ryan Fitzpatrick in it. And Tua, I don't think, can keep up in a shootout. So, I have the Bills winning 28-21. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree. It's more along the lines that, they just don't have a quarterback that can compete with uh, Josh Allen. Yeah. And I think Josh Allen will be slowed. And I think even with the slow down Josh Allen, because the Dolphins have one heck of a backfield. Yeah. I mean, Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, those are two of Beasts. the best quarters in the league right now, if not the best corner duo in the league right now. Yeah, easily. And um, that'll definitely affect Josh Allen. But I think even that slowing him down enough is not, is not going to be enough for even Tua to still keep up. Yeah. So with that being said, I see the Bills winning this one, probably uh, I'll say twenty-eight twenty. Yeah. And uh, I just have a follow-up question now. Do you think the Dolphins should uh, just go ahead and Josh Rosen to a? And you know they have the sixth overall pick this year, the Dolphins. Even though they're a playoff mm-hmm. team, they got from Houston. Should they just go ahead and you know trade away this guy, seen enough, and then just draft another one of these top? quarterbacks that are coming into the draft you know you got zach wilson trey lance justin fields uh 
it's it's gonna be hard for me, but I would say no. I would okay. say not to get a quarterback because you can improve other other positions around your team, and you can also let Tua grow. You know, it, it, this is his rookie year. Maybe give him another year, maybe another two years. Let him improve because that's what a lot of teams is you know these these days do. Just give him a year and you're done. Yeah, they don't I let mean, him improve, but. Look what that did for Arizona. They got yeah, rid of Arizona, Josh Rosen. Arizona had the number one overall pick. Got Kyler Murray. That's true. So it's like, if you had the number one overall pick, I would, I would slight a little bit more to drafting a quarterback. But sixth, even then, you can still get a quarterback. You're not going to get the top prospect. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Might be the same caliber guy. Yeah. So it's it's a really it's a bigger risk, in my opinion. Right. So I, I would just upgrade that, either that. Wide receiver corps, you know, get a little bit more weapons. Or the tight uh, actually Gaseki's pretty good. It's just I think wide receivers, more wide receivers, and if you want, just get a good defensive line, you know, just make that defense even more insane. Yeah, that's what I would do. Yeah. Or you know what, just draft another first round corner. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. No, I don't <laughs> I think that's too much. I think I already got two great corners. Uh I yeah, don't know. We'll see. I don't know. That that'll be that'll be fun to watch. There's typically three wide receivers on the field though. No, I understand that. Yeah. But I don't know. I think you need a pass rush too, just to make that even those corners, even the third strength corner, you know, look good. Just a little good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, all right. Next, we got on the docket Seahawks at 49ers. What are your thoughts? All right. The Seahawks have not been playing great. Um, they're in a little bit of a slump right now, you know, not looking too good. That offensive line is looking really, really bad. And the 49ers, you know, what they're good for. Getting after the quarterback, but I just don't see how the Seahawks will lose this match. I don't think Mullins will, or any quarterback there will be able to keep up. So I have the Seahawks winning this twenty three twenty one in a very close matchup, but the Seahawks will get out with the W. Yeah, I mean, I kind of have that same uh, feeling. Well, not really. I don't have that same feeling, but I do have obviously the same knowledge that they have been in the slump. But I think this is one of those games for Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson to be like, all right, we're in the playoffs. Let's go ahead and smash an inferior team and roll into the playoffs with some momentum. And I have a feeling they're going to have one of those bounce back games, you know, vintage, uh, not Aaron Rodgers, uh, Russell Wilson game. Yeah. And I think they'll win and beat their uh, competitor. 30 to 23 and okay. just go ahead and just, you know, solidify themselves, you know, as a somewhat of a force in, in the playoffs. Yeah. They're going to need that, that momentum. They're also going to need that green Bay loss, but we'll get into that. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. They're, they're fighting for that first seed. So, I yeah. mean, that, that to me, I, I think they're just really going to want to come out here and I, I just see them throwing out their, you know, 30 points. So, yeah, no, I, yeah, I hope so. Uh, next game, Jags at Colts. This has some playoff implications. Because if the Colts lose here, they're out of the playoffs. But if they win, and either the Browns, Titans, Dolphins, or who else? It's another team in there. Or the Baltimore Ravens lose, they're in. This isn't a real scenario. The Jaguars are not going to win. One, they're a what? terrible team. And two, they want Trevor Lawrence. You didn't even let me get to my to my score. Look. You were trying to hype up how there's a chance. Look, there's no chance. I just want you to know there's no chance. They're not going to give up Trevor Lawrence. But you know Lawrence. what I think? What? 
the Colts will dismantle the Jaguars 28 to 17, Jerry. Okay. I thought you were trying to be like, oh, this is actually no. going to be a close game. You were going into how, you know, if they lose this game, they might not make the playoffs. Look, let's get it. T- let's not. I just, I'm just letting the people know what, what, the what, oh, okay, is, what the scenario know? is. Yeah. Well, I wanted to let them know the true scenario. That's the not Colts, a factor. The Colts are the team looking out. They are. they are, but really all these teams are still trying to find a solidified spot. So yeah. win your game, which this will be a win for the Colts. They're not the Jaguars aren't good enough to win and they don't want to lose and Trevor tanking. Lawrence. Yeah, they don't want to lose Trevor Lawrence to the Jets. If you don't tank this game, shame on you, Jags. So with that being said, yeah. They lose terribly. Yeah, yeah same. I also think that. Seventeen to thirty. Jesus. Okay. Colts. Yes, yeah. Two two point difference. But next game is an interesting game. Texans or Titans at the Texans. Titans have to win to stay in. And I think they will win this game. Very close matchup. 24-21 over the Texans. You know, when them and the Texans get into it, it's always a fun matchup. But the Titans will win this one. Yeah, I have to agree. I just think they're a better team, and, you know, Houston has a lot of woes, and they're already in the playoffs, and, again, another team that just wants to... They should lose. I mean, they shouldn't lose. They they want to win, but I think... The Texans? No, not the Texans. No. The, oh. the Titans. The Titans. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, they want to win. I mean, the Texans want to win just because they want to, like, spoil yeah, it for the spoiler. Titans. Yeah, be spoilers, which they're definitely... That's definitely a game for spoiler yeah, territory. Yeah. It is. But I'm giving it to, like you said, the Titans 24-20. Yeah, I, I just, yeah, it's going to be a close game, but I also have the times. Next game, doesn't matter. Broncos at the Raiders, or Raiders at the Broncos. Raiders going to win this game because I hope so, and hopefully we can get a better draft pick. Raiders 23, Broncos 17. Yeah, I kind of have the same thing. I think the Raiders will win this one, finish off the season, like, you know, respectable middle, middle of, the pack. of the pack. Yeah, I mean, nothing too crazy, but uh, yeah, they'll win this one 27-24. Let's move on to our next game. Doesn't matter at all. Also, too, Chargers at the Chiefs. Chiefs will be sitting their starters because they already got home field advantage throughout the playoffs. I have the Chargers winning this 24-20. Justin Herbert will ball out. Yeah, I have the Chargers winning this one, too. I mean, if they were starting, it'd be a different story, yeah. but they're not starting. So, yeah, I see them winning this one 24-17. Next game. Very interesting game. Packers at the Bears. Packers have to win to keep home field advantage. But I think they will keep that home field advantage against this Bears team. And the Bears probably going to get kicked out of the playoff spot. Packers 28, Bears 24. Yeah, I mean, Aaron Rodgers isn't trying to lose that first seed. And I think he's going to continue just rolling along like he did against, you know, another top contender in the Titans last week. He wins this one 30-24. Yeah, and it's going to be hard for any team going through Lambeau Field for the playoffs. Very harsh conditions to play in Lambeau, so especially during the winter months. Yeah, and then the Saints at the Panthers doesn't matter. I mean, no, it doesn't matter because the Packers still have that advantage. But Saints 23 over the Panthers, 23-17. Well... I pretty much have that same sentiment. I think the Saints are going to win this one. Uh, I think they're going to win 27-20. I mean, the Panthers, I'm just not that excited about. And the Saints are trying to compete and possibly make a run. So we'll see. Yeah, and um, yeah, the Saints already got their playoff spot solidified. So 
it'll be a no one. Even, I don't even think it's gonna be a very good match for them. But let's move on to our next game: football team at the Eagles. I'm not even gonna t say my score for this one. I'm gonna save it for last. But it's gonna be a fun game to watch. Uh, the Washington football team is gonna have a backup, backup quarterback against the Eagles and Jaden Hurts. Well, it would be a good game, and it's Sunday night football game. Yeah, I think that the Eagles will probably win this one because the Redskins just don't have a quarterback. And it's kind of sad. That's it? I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Yeah, Eagles win, I guess, 24-20. All right. And let's go on to the games of the week. A lot of repercussions in these games. Cowboys at the Giants. Cowboys win. Redskins lose. They're in. And I think the Cowboys will win this matchup. 23-21 over the Giants. Very close matchup. Giants will keep them on their toes, but I think Andy Dalton will do enough to win this game. What do you think, Jerry? I think that the Cowboys are going to win this game 24-20 and make it to the playoffs. And it's going to be so exciting. You don't sound excited. I'm, like, so excited, bro. Like, you don't understand that. You sound sad and... Just you don't understand how, like, you know, this great season we've had and this real chance we had to win the Super Bowl, you know, and, like, instead we can be Everything's picking... rolling down your way. Like, you know, we could be picking in the top 10 with this record, but instead we're going to make the playoffs, probably pick 20th overall, and, and, you know, and make a real run for the playoffs, dude. Like, we got a real chance. Like, it's so exciting to hear it. Uh, your confidence sounds so great. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is terrible. This is, like, the worst thing ever, but whatever. You know, I'm always excited to watch my Cowboys play. Yeah. They're going to probably play. Like I said, they're going to win this game because they are the better team. Daniel Jones is being held back by Jason Garrett. I never yep. thought I'd say that. I was, I was just, just looking at the season as a whole. Daniel Jones has regressed as a quarterback and the only thing i can think of is jason garrett is now over there reaffirming what i thought he's terrible as a coordinator anyways cowboys win this one and um we'll see what happens when they clinch the playoffs because i already predict the eagles to l beat the redskins putting the cowboys in but interesting yeah interesting now we got the steelers at the browns man the browns can win and get in, but I don't think they're gonna win this matchup against the Steelers. And I think they had like a couple more COVID positive tests, so I got the Steelers win 23 21. But luckily for the Browns, since the Ravens are gonna lose, in my opinion, they will still be in the playoffs. Do they have wide receivers? Yes. Then the Browns win this one. What? I think the Browns win this one. And it, it's not, in my opinion, that big of an upset because when you look at the Steelers and their schedule, they have a lot of close games and a lot of their losses are to – they're not very exciting and, you know, explosive teams that they're losing to. They're losing to middle of the pack, if not, you know, teams I've that are already I've been telling you contention. this the whole season. They're yeah. I mean, yeah, they, they just, you know, you still beat whoever's on your schedule. Yeah. But that's, this is why if – I just trust more in the Browns and what they're they've been, been putting doing. on. Yeah, what they've been putting on the field, and I feel like it's more likely that the Browns win than they have another game like they did against the Jets. Because okay. again, it's more that we all could agree that was more atoned to the fact that they had nobody catching the ball for them. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. yeah, it was a tough loss for them, but yeah, with no wide receiver, it's kind of hard to even 
compete, you know? Yeah. So with that being said, I see the Browns winning this one, 27-23. Close matchup, but I think the Browns hold on to it. Nice, nice. And to our last game of the week and the last game of the final or, or our last game of the regular season, Cardinals at the Rams. Very fun matchup to watch. Rams losing last week. Cardinals winning. And this comes down to the Cardinals. Can they win and get in the playoffs or would they lose and the Rams stay in the playoffs? What do you think is going to happen? I think the Cardinals are going to win this one. I think that uh, Jared Goff and that whole Rams team has kind of been a little stale, and they're kind of stumbling towards the playoffs. Because like they say, a lot of times it's a cliche that the season, it's not like a sprint, it's a marathon. And right now in this marathon, I see the Rams stumbling. Now, I don't necessarily see, like, you know, the Cardinals, like, making a strong push, but... When I just look at Kyler Murray and what they and him and DeAndre Hopkins have been able to establish throughout the year, I tr- I trust that in one final Duke out game versus you know what Jared Goff and what his offense has been able to do. You know? Yeah, their offense was looking very bad last yeah, week. Yeah, you know it's a little stale. So with that being said, I think it'll be a very close matchup. You know, back and forth. But at the end of the day, I think it's going to be twenty four twenty one. Kyler Murray first playoff appearance. Yes, I also have the Cardinals winning 28-27 in a very close match. Come down to the last drive, in my opinion. Another one of those Hail Murray plays? Possibly. Oh, man. Very fun matchup, though. Very fun matchup. And just, you know, just to give you a little heads up, I think the football team is going to beat the Eagles 23-20. Dude. Y'all seasons get saved. You actually gave me a little bit of hope. Yeah. Gave me a little Even bit with the backup quarterback, just Ron Rivera, very good coach, you know. I think he's going to get it done. You don't like Jalen Hurts? You think he's bad? It's I, his eyebrows, just, right? You no, don't trust his eyebrows? I don't I don't trust him. Yeah, I don't trust his eyebrows either. <laughs> no, nah, he's actually a pretty good quarterback. He's not bad. But I just think the Washington Redskins defense, man, is just a you know top five defense in the league, and I think they'll do enough to hold the Eagles back. I, that's really what's going to, you know, solidify that game for me is the Redskins defense against this Eagles offense that's very incompetent that is also very true it is a toss-up game and man I hope it goes more your way than mine yeah but I see the Eagles winning and the Cowboys winning and then we're in and that's that's the thing yeah a lot of very interesting matchups though so very fun week I hope everybody tunes in to these games man because it's gonna be a really rough ride for a lot of these teams but very fun one but, you know, that that's going to solidify our podcast. And, you know, welcome back. You know, we've been gone for two weeks, but we're glad to be back. Yep. Here we are. And we'll see what we have for the offseason. Yeah, coming up very soon after the playoffs in Super Bowl. Very excited to watch that, too. But, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at letstalktds.com or letstalktds. And you can also email us with any thoughts, suggestions at letstalktds at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. Thank you. Peace. Peace.